Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, all 7 Rounds and Hemden is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair Media Network. We're a week into the NFL, and we're feeling good, baby. It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the Cowboys starter at right tackle this week. But ba ching That was funny. AJ didn't laugh, but it's funny. And with me, as always, is AJ. Kickers still suck, but if you fake an injury, it's not your fault, Marchese. I uh, I smiled, but I didn't laugh outwardly, Rob. It's because you like Terrence Steele too much. It's true. I, but I'm the giant starter right tackle this week, so. <laughs> Today, we're back to our NFL Rookie Show with our Week 1 takes. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby, driving up to Cleveland, maybe looking for a Lawrence or Sewell. Don't draft specialists on the first day, don't draft specialists on the second day, maybe draft a punter in the six. We'll see. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on win, division, and championship futures now. Head to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Uh, What I would give to be a... A voice man in commercials. What would you give? I would trade my whole life right now for that. I mean, who wouldn't, though? Also true. I wonder how much money they make. <laughs> That's a good question. I think voice actor is the best job in the world. I'll say. Easily. I was thinking about that the other day. I was watching some cartoons. I was like, this must be just sick. It's my dream job. And like the, the big dogs do it from their own home, too. I mean, we do this from yeah. our homes, too. So we're, we're up there with and, the big dogs, but... And, and if we were voice actors, we, our homes would be mansions. That's a good point. I'm sure they all live in mansions. All of them. All of them. You know who else is going to live in a mansion soon? Joe Burrow. Wow. We're on today. Look at I'm us. pretty happy. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, let's, let's start off the top. Um, we like to do our rookie QB rundown. Uh, only one rookie QB started this week. Remember, remember last year, Joe Burrow. Remember last year when we had like six guys each week here? <laughs> yeah, because we had like fucking Gardner Minshew and duck. half the show was just about the QB rundown. Yeah, 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 Duck. Every time, Duck. No, he wasn't good, but he, you know, he's got a moxie. <laughs> and then we just said the same thing for David Blau. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Joe Burrow, only uh, only rookie QB to start week one. Um, obviously in a 16-13 loss to the Chargers. He had the moxie up. He, uh, uh, although they lost, he had them in the position to at least tie it. Um, <laughs> fat Randy Bullock uh, m- might have blown out his leg. I don't really know. It m- also might have just been a fake injury. He hurt both kind of calves. Smart. He hurt both calves, Rob. Somehow. That's so impressive. It's so impressive. It's because there's no preseason. Because it's a lie. That's why it's impressive. Yeah, because there's no preseason. That's why it happened. Uh, Burrow even had that game-winning touchdown in theory that ended up getting called OPI on A.J. Green. Mm -hmm. Um, I think overall it was 
it, it has its highs and its lows. I think the the most promising thing is that final drive. He, sure. he got the ball with, I think, just over three minutes to go in his own end. No timeouts. Drove them all the way down there. Got them in position to at least send the game to overtime. Um, the interception kind of, I think, clouds a lot of a lot of the good. Because it was just such an ugly um, shovel pass that Melvin Ingram picked <laughs> off. <laughs> like, it was so, so ugly and silly. And But if you're going to throw you your first, that out, inter- first career interception, that's a good first career interception. That, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, big time. Big time. Big time cool. Um, he also he had the, the big touchdown run, I think 23 yards. Mm-hmm. They were in an empty set. Uh, he saw that there, there was no defenders in the box. Audible to the QB draw. Scored. Um, ultimately, I, I, I would give it like a B plus really because of that final drive and just he clearly has ice in his veins. Yeah. Um, he was also dealing with pretty muddy pockets all day. Uh, Bobby a, Hart a, was fucking Bobby brutal. Hart. I, I saw one, uh, I think it was an anonymous GM say <laughs> he's never seen a tackle get beaten as bad as Bobby Hart did by Joey Bosa it throughout that terrible. game. It was terrible. It was terrible. But yeah, I mean, Burrow's going in against two Pro Bowl edge rushers mm-hmm. with one of the worst offensive line situations in the league, uh, and, and he stayed composed, poised, and uh, he didn't make all the plays. He missed uh, AJ Green on one. He missed John Ross on yeah. one. Although John Ross, I think, could have had it. Um, well, you if it was another sh- receiver. If, if it was another receiver, I think it might have been a catch. You love shit talking John Ross. I'm I'm gonna be honest. I like it. I like that you you keep hating on John Ross. <laughs> It's just uh, AJ hey, Green didn't have a great game either. To be honest, he looked like he was rusty. Uh, well, the, well, I mean AJ Green hasn't played in a year, uh, and I then know, I know. Obviously, Jonah Williams is in his second year, but really is a rookie because he didn't play last year. Yeah. There's no preseason. There's a lot working against the Bengals, and the Chargers were a dark horse ishy playoff team, mm-hmm. and they they, I I think they like the Chargers didn't play a good game. Um, and, and the Bengals were right in it, and I, I think a lot of that goes to Joe Burrow. And they they another positive I think was Zach Taylor didn't seem to like force Joe Burrow into his own system. Like they they I mean Joe Burrow's at his best in empty shotgun. Yeah, like that's when he cooked at LSU, especially out of structure. And and you saw some of that, and I think that's another big positive is that there's some um, chemistry between Taylor and, and Joe Burrow with that system. Mm-hmm. Definitely, it was it was very promising. And let me ask you one thing: Is the B and the B plus for Burrow or for Bengals? That's all I got to know. I'm giving him a double B. Wow, I like it. Don't we have to make a Tiger King joke now? I don't understand what that is. I just let, let wanted to let that sit for a second. <laughs> Rookie of the week. Because I know. You, uh, thank you. Thank God we're out of that. Uh, I'm going to go with, I'm a new uh, Washington, the football team mm-hmm, fan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to go with my boy Chase Young. I think that's a good choice, and I, I won't choose him just because uh, you chose him. So, so th- this uh, this week, AJ and I split up some of the games. I had I had Washington against Philly. Um, early on, the Eagles get up to a 17 nothing lead. <laughs> then Washington comes surging back. Haskins gave the and- halftime speech. And they win. They win 27-17, and a lot of that had to do with that pass rush. Definitely. They sacked once eight times. Once did not look good like mm-hmm. after the first quarter. Uh, and Chase Young really led a lot of that. Obviously, there's Montez Sweat, Ryan Kerrigan, John Allen. Like It's just a loaded D-line. But Chase Young was bringing a ton of energy. He picked up a sack and a half. Um, he forced a fumble on Wentz. He was, he was given that makeshift Philly O-line hell, and a lot of it was against Jason Peters. Um, and, and I think almost m- maybe not more impressively, but just just to really solidify him as my rookie of the week was his work as a run defender. Mm-hmm. He was just consistently setting the edge. He split double teams a couple times um, to get into the to for. Uh, I think he ended up with three full run stops at the line of scrimmage, um, and it was I, I mean, it was kind of the exact performance you would hope to see out of the second overall pick and definitely yeah the, the guy who's gonna help the, the, that was the exact way washington needed to start the season to kind of turn this ship around and chase young looks like a catalyst for this defense being really good in general the dbs struggled early 
But when that pass rush really started to go, the, the DBs kind of settled down. And I don't know, Washington, Washington's a fun team. It did help that uh, the Eagles' off the line is just absolutely decimated right now. But yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, but I mean, still. It was that, the first, first game hasn't played in a while. No, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep being the drum here. It's that first sack on Wentz was just such a first strip sack, I should say, was just such a vet move getting to the football there. And then the the, the half sack too got the ball dislodged with him and Ionidas, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And then like you said, the run D and like even just the little things. Like he had that one play where uh, he he jumped inside. Uh, then he saw the screen to Boston Scott. He got back outside, took a good angle to the to him. And just Rhodes got out of bounds for like a two or three yard gain. Just like lots of like little vet plays from uh, Chase Young. Like definitely looked ready for the show. Yeah, I, I I think he was to me he was overwhelmingly the best defensive rookie this week. I, I agree, and he was my top choice. Uh, my second choice would have been C.J. Henderson. So I'll, I'll beat the Henderson drum here. I had the pick. You're just picking games that I was assigned. What are you doing? So they were the two best. And Clyde Edwards. You're supposed to pick the guys you saw. I got lost. That's the point of the show. Sick. Don't worry. None of my guys were good. What do you want me to do? Yeah, that's why I signed you those games. (laughs) My rookie of the week, Gabriel Davis, had two catches, 16 yards. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Let's do CJ Henderson, I I think, was probably the the second best rookie. Yeah. Yeah, and overall, and Clyde Edwards-Helaire. I think those are like the top three guys. He's a running back. That I didn't even watch. Uh, yeah, okay, I didn't even watch that game. Fair enough. But yeah, the, the pick. Um, I don't need two more PBUs. Um, two, two PBUs, including the game winner on fourth down against uh, Ty. Yeah, against Ty, where the just the clicking closes ability to just react that fast, close that yeah. gap, and, and come with the PBU and end the game was sick. Um, the interception was a great read of Rivers. Uh, he just looked so natural in coverage. Mm-hmm. Such a smooth athlete. It looked a little like Marcus Peters out there. And um, he also had a big, big, big third down tackle on Paris Campbell on a little drag route on, I think it was third and four, and he stopped him short of the sticks. And it was like he really came down and kind of, yeah. I mean, the big knock on him coming out was his, his physicality as a tackler. And he kind of put that to rest a little bit. He, he looked way better than I thought he would in his first game, to be honest. I mean, the Jaguars did in general. That, that's a good point. That's a good point. But, yeah. I think on the defense side of the ball, those two are the top guys for sure. Um, worst rookie. I'll I'll go to one of my games here. I got I got No, I, I actually only kept one name. I wanted to be nicer, and I threw some bad guys for other other categories. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I stuck one guy for worst rookie and threw the other guys in underwhelming. Yeah, that's, that's what I did too. Uh, Cam Dansler. All right. Uh, he had like thirty. I, I stole this from PFF. Thirty coverage snaps. At, he played outside, obviously. Uh, on the right side, uh, six targets allowed all of them to be catches. They were it went for seventy yards in that the MVS touchdown where he just got absolutely cooked. Didn't get his head around. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like he had like uh, like even on the first drive, he tried to t- uh, tackle Aaron Jones, just totally whiffed. Uh, looked a little out of his depth, and I know there was big uh, camp hype for Dantzler, and he won that job outside. Uh, I'll come back to that a little bit later, though. Way later for start the rook, but spoilers. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Looked out of his death. Didn't help that Holton Hill wasn't great either. And Mike Hughes was good, but those two outside, I don't know. Just kind of a bad matchup for them too. Like, I get. I don't know. Like, what is Dancer supposed to be a guy that matches up against MVS? I don't even know. Like, there's not a lot of like true big receivers anymore. You know. Uh, so whatever. It's just not, not a great start. And it's not like it's not like I had the highest of expectations. I don't think either of us did, but. With all the hype coming out of camp, uh, bad game for Tansler. The other thing is, it's, I mean, Colin, like, it's just the worst rookie performance of the week. There's going to be guys yeah. who end up being pro bowlers who we exactly. probably put here at some point. That's um, why I felt especially, like. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, especially for a corner who hasn't um, yeah. played played even a preseason snap. Yeah. Because I, I, also, I also have a corner here. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's tough, and, and when you're going against a Hall of Fame quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, who's on a revenge tour, it's also extra tough. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is amazing. Um, And like I said, I also have a corner here, and I went with Damon Arnett, uh, the Raiders' mm-hmm. first-round pick um, against the Panthers. He he just absolutely got cooked on on a stutter go by Robbie Anderson. Or I, I guess it was a, an out-and-out by Robbie Anderson. Um. 
and and that I think really punctuated me sticking him here. Yeah, it was just he was just it was bad. Um, the the Panthers' offense is a little bit more fun than I, I was expecting it to be, just because I thought the offensive line would be more of a problem from letting Joe Brady kind of let Teddy Bridgewater work in this offense, but it ended up being okay. Um, but Arnett just it, it was a lot of just kind of lacking cover instincts and kind of being either a step behind or just uh, just kind of just technically out of position. Yeah. Um, he he also as a tackler he kept like he he he's a very willing guy to come down, but he just kept bouncing off everything. Like he wasn't breaking down, so yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was a lot of he would hit like hit a guy, but the guy wouldn't go down. Then Jonathan Abram <laughs> would come clean it up, and Jonathan Abram it felt like made every single tackle for uh, the Raiders. He, I think he had like twelve tackles or something. Yeah, it, it was bonkers how many. Ta- I wish we got to see him as a rookie so we could have talked about him now. But um, yeah, I, I think that it's a pretty hard spot for a corner to just get to th- get thrown in and yeah. Uh, week week one in 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 a secondary with with uh not oakland las vegas um that's full of younger guys too uh like it felt like there was a lot of rookie corners that struggled mightily and uh we'll get some other names but that's why maybe makes the cj henderson performance even more impressive you know and yeah especially when you consider he was covering ty hilton for a lot of that game obviously pro bowl receiver against a veteran quarterback uh Against an offensive line that is one of the best in the league, so there wasn't like a ton of pass rush mm-hmm. happening. Um, like I mean, jo- Josh Allen, I saw him get like maybe one or two pressures, but uh, other than that, they, there wasn't a ton of pass rush happening for them. So, uh, little little shade throwing at Chason, it seems like. Yeah, maybe <laughs> he, he had an interception called back. I know it's pretty I know. pretty cool. Um, okay, primetime star Clyde Edwards Alaire. I mean, there's no, there's no other choice, right? No, I, I Chase Claypool had a cool catch. That's true, and then the end around that was cool. Uh, there's one more guy I'll talk about just because I couldn't fit him in. And I want to get him in, but but uh, I mean, Clyde Edwards Hiller came in and did exactly what everyone expected him to do. Runs for 138, score. Yeah, looks just like a perfect fit um, to nitpick. Maybe not the greatest goal line back yet. Yeah, but. Like I don't know, kind of. Uh, I just I think it's funny that that like how overblown that is right now. Yeah, like oh, well, I'm surprised they used like, him so much as a goal line guy. They also did not use him in the passing game at all, yes. which I think is his best trait. Uh, two targets. Um, oh, phone call for Robbie. That was annoying. That was a friend of the show, Cam Plumbing. Oh god, Cam's the worst. Oh. Yeah. I had to mute the chat that he's been messaging us the whole time. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. Like, don't. It was kind of surprising to see him get that much work on the goal line, and then only two targets, and one he kind of got blown up on. But um, get him more targets, get him more involved in the passing game, and he might win rookie of the year easily. Also, like, I was just surprised he got that many carries in general. Yeah, no, they were they were really working him, and I, I think the other thing is without Damian Williams there, right? They yeah, uh, they just Dar- Darrell Williams is the backup, and he he looked fine, but. Clyde Edwards Hilaire just had such a new dimension to this offense, and mm-hmm. he's such a such a like a twitched up but compact physical runner. It's the greatest. The offensive line looked better than I expected to for Kansas City, obviously. Um, yeah, no, it. it I mean, Kalachio Semele really yeah. just yeah didn't miss a beat and look like his old self. Speaking of offensive line, I, I do want to mention Andrew Thomas here. Do you have him anywhere? No, because I, I figured you would mention him, so I didn't put him down. Anymore. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, for st- primetime stars, is a bit of a stretch. He gave up a few pressures. Um, but in a game where Bud Dupree was just absolutely on one, man-possessed, uh, Thomas looked good for a rookie in his first ever start, first career game. Uh, and, like, it was, like, just the one on the goal line in the first drive. And then, I don't know, I thought he looked I thought he looked solid, way better than Cam Fleming, obviously. Probably the best offensive lineman on the team. So that's a, that's very Yeah, I promising. think he was. Yeah, that's really promising. Also, can I throw him more in? Just to mention Becton, um, I want to hit all the tackles, and I, don't, I didn't know where to put him. Wait, he's a primetime star for you? No, I just want to mention him, and I didn't know where to put him. While we're I'm on sure the train. Somewhere it makes sense, my God. I just want to – we're talking Andrew Thomas. Uh, <laughs> he gave up a sack, some pressure. He was a bit sloppy in pass protection, but, uh, man, he was mean as hell. He's moving dudes in the run game. Finishing pe- people, man. Like, putting dudes in the dirt consistently. He looks like a grown man already. 
just got to clean like a, a really tough assignment and a guy like he's never had played in an NFL game obviously and you got Jerry Hughes opposite that's a tough assignment and uh pretty pretty solid and especially in the run that's good to hear yeah I liked it um underwhelming performance I got a couple here Rob uh I, I think first I'll, go, I'll say is Isaiah Simmons um yeah that that's my number one yeah, what was it? Three targets, uh, three catches, 86 yards, and the the touchdown. Obviously, yeah. that was all most dirty. Just, it, it was so bad. Like, I get um, kind of overcommitting on that Texas right, the most dirt, but yeah. just he looked so just out of place throughout the game. Yeah, and like he and only it just made felt like he wasn't. A few tackles, too. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, like it, I was going to say, it felt like he didn't make any impact. Like, it felt like. You could watch that entire game, and other than him giving up that touchdown, you wouldn't have noticed him. Hundred percent, yeah. That's that's a bad start for a guy that we obviously thought was going to be like you know a big defensive chess piece. And Shanahan goes right at him in the passing game, like fuck. The the other thing is though is, I mean, before the season, Vance Joseph said they weren't going to use him in creative ways, and yeah. they didn't, and. Yeah. Maybe that's a mistake because that's what makes him so good is his versatility and ability to play all over a defense. Look, we, we said um, leading up to the draft, don't fucking pigeonhole him into whatever thing you want to say he is. And right away, VFSL, yeah, we're not going to use him. We're just going to stick him on linebacker. Like, okay, cool. I don't know. I, I See, again, this, this is underwhelming. I don't think this is indicative of him being a bust or anything, obviously. But, uh, yeah, disappointing performance. Um. I'll, I'll hit you with another uh, that was maybe a slightly more low-key disappointing performance because the entire team was such a disappointment. But yep. Jedrick, Jedrick Wills with the Browns mm-hmm. and uh, started at left tackle, obviously. And he, I thought he, he, he really struggled uh, in pass protection. And Baker Mayfield, I mean, didn't help it because <laughs> he holds onto the ball for a very long time and. And just like didn't know what he was doing, it felt like. But uh, yeah, Will's just kind of he struggled to adapt to the NFL speed. I think with the pass rushers, um, he was solid in the run game. I, I I do need to say Wyatt Teller was their best offensive lineman. Oh no, um, really? That's that's kind of awesome. Like, but but because like not <laughs> because everyone else sucked, but like he well that and because he was actually really good. That's good, I guess. I don't, the, the one they trust the least <laughs> it was the best, so that's okay, I guess. I yes. Know. But, yeah, I thought Jedrick Wills was a little disappointing, especially, like, you mm-hmm. already mentioned Andrew Thomas uh, and, and, and Mackay Becton. I'll, I'll mention Tristan Wirfs a little bit in a bit. Yeah. And I just thought of those guys, Wills was the least impactful, it felt. Yeah, no, like. that's fair. Um, do you have anyone else? Yeah, I got a couple more guys. Uh, this one's a little, I don't know, maybe a little unfair, but I put Justin Jefferson. Uh, only had two catches on 26 yards. Uh, one was just a screen. One was a quick slant. He did show off that, like, dead leg juke that he always uses, and he got some yak. Uh, his only other target was a drop. I don't I don't know if that's as much on him. Like, what was it? The fucking – Kirk had, like, five attempts at halftime, and then they threw a lot in the second half. Thielen was good. Just, like, in a game where they needed – obviously, what the Packers put up a bunch of points. They needed the offense. Um would have liked to see him explode more onto the scene, at least get open a little bit more for uh, for his first game. Um, I'll I'll go with Rams running back Cam Akers. Okay, all right. I I thought in that game against the Cowboys, um, Malcolm Brown, Brown really yeah. ended up being the focal point for after sure. they said they want to uh, use three different guys, um, and I just Akers didn't really break many tackles and didn't look overly explosive and couldn't really rip off anything uh, yeah. substantial. And yeah, I don't, I don't Overall though, outside of like Clyde Edwards, I found a lot of, like, I, I didn't think Jonathan Taylor had that great of a game either. He, he did some damage on two big catches, but other than that, like as a runner, he was just running straight into the line. It felt like um, AJ Dillon only got two carries, uh, and like De- DeAndre Swift did not have a good game. Hey, that's my next uh, one, Rob. Good segue. <laughs> yeah, fucking three carries for eight yards. Did have the touchdown, and then caught the ball three times, and then obviously the dropping the game-winning touchdown. Like that. That was, you know, like it wasn't like it was a tough catch or anything, but he, he should have caught it. But it's it just a bad luck, and it's a double bad luck when Adrian Peterson can come in with a week left in camp and like. <laughs> Get 14 carries for 93 yards. And, like, even though Swift did have the majority of the snaps, he only 
six touches. It's kind of weird. But again, when the when the Lions took him, I was like, oh, this is a bad thing for DeAndre Swift. Uh, so a bit, a bit of both worlds. It just sucks that he dropped that game winner. Um, yeah, it, it was a, it was a tough go. I I mean, I I it, it was kind of shocking to me how many of the running backs did end up struggling though outside of Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Um, do you have anybody else for underwhelming performance? That's all I did. Those, those three guys. Okay. Who who did you think looked like a hit for you? Okay, uh, for week one, I'm gonna I'm gonna go deep. All right. Oh and no. I, I think I think you had him as your UDFA, James Robinson, the Jaguars running back. Is he your UDFA pick? Well, he's one of them, but that's not the one I was hinting oh, at. Too. Okay, all right, all right. But <laughs> Robinson came in and looked really good, man. Like for 16 carries, 62 yards. Then he had the one catch for 28 when he hurdled the guy. There's contact yeah. on the other side, and he, and he fucking kept his feet and picked up more yards. Obviously, went undrafted. I had him in like the fifth round, so I'm like, that's a that's a good low key hit already for AJ for a guy starting in week one, obviously in a in a messy situation. But look good, like patient, running hard, just in the holes. Like like that's what you saw there at Illinois State, right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> just like a like a solid back, and I think he's gonna last a while in the NFL. I I don't think he's like he shouldn't he's the next be next Malcolm Brown. Yeah, like he's that type of back. Like he's he shouldn't be a RB one, but it's it worked pretty well. But like. A, like a good rotational RB2. And I, I saw that, and I'm like, I think it it's worked out quick. That's why I put him as my hit. Yeah, pick him up in fantasy, fantasy owners. I try to. Um, but, yeah, how often can you say UDFA is a hit for you week one? So that's why I had to go there. What 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 grade did you have on him that you're claiming was a hit? I had a fifth. Okay, no, that's good. Never mind, yeah. never mind. Yeah. I'll take my condescending statement back. <laughs> um. I'll go with uh, – I put C.J. Henderson here. We already talked about him. I'll go with Tristan Wirfs, though. That was my um, second choice, yeah. Yeah, obviously a guy we were both quite high on. Started week one against the Saints at right tackle. He had his ups and his downs. But when you're going against Cam Jordan for much of that game, yeah, he held up so well. And opposite him, Donovan Smith was getting <laughs> beat by Trey Hendrickson pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, like, Tristan Wirfs already better than Donovan Smith. Um, Bruce Arians threw shade I, at Smith, too. It was pretty funny. And I, I just think overall, Wirfs, a couple times he he kind of uh, lunged and missed Jordan, and it was tough. But his athleticism clearly showed out with his lateral uh, his lateral movement movement skills and pass protection against Jordan. And I thought he anchored well when Jordan came with like uh, speed to power and things yeah. like uh, yeah. like the the bull because Jor- Jordan's a, such a such a deep pass rush repertoire for that to be your first guy to go up against in the NFL. That's big hard. And I just think we're an awesome kind of, although not dominant rookie debut. Uh, I thought I, I came away really impressed. He, yeah. he looks very good. I totally agree. And he's the only one of these first round tackles that like needs to produce immediately. Cause that Bucks team is supposed to be a playoff team. Right. So to get thrown into the fire like that, I, I thought that was pretty great performance. Do you have anybody else? Uh, I, I had Worfs and Robinson. I threw Jalen Johnson. I know I wasn't the highest on him, but I didn't know where to throw him. And he was really, really good. And the game-winning PPU, quieter performance. And like like we talked about, the corners are kind of up and down, and he, he was one of the good ones. So I just kind of wanted Kyle, to... Kyle Fuller also played really well in that game, and I think that's yeah. a fun, good corner duo. Yeah. Just yeah. tough. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I put Antoine Winfield Jr. That's right. Um, I yeah. thought... Against the Saints, to again throw in thrown in against a team we both think is Super Bowl bound. Um, I I thought he's a really impactful player. He came on that that nickel blitz at one point. Uh, got a hit on Breeze, broke up another pass. Just he, I guess he for a rookie DB just to come in and not make any mistakes. I think that's pretty big for a, yeah. for a rookie starter against a Hall of Fame quarterback week one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, who looks like a miss? Okay, so. Week one, I didn't want to call anyone a miss in a negative way, in a negative light, uh, especially with you know the the, the shitty offseason everyone had. So I'm going to spin this one against myself. And yeah, I, that's what I did. I did this okay. is, wow, good. And we're on the same page here. I and I'm going to say Austin Jackson looked way, 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 way better in his first game than I ever would have expected. Uh, I don't think either of us thought he had any business being a top twenty pick. We weren't surprised, but we didn't think he was that type of guy. Um, and, like, you could still see the technical and mental errors that show up with Austin Jackson. But 
they weren't too frequent. And like there was a few bumps in the run game where he kind of just lost leverage and stuff, but he was getting out really fucking fast. He was getting movement. He was he was like he was looking like the athlete that we know he is working to the second level. That was all really impressive. And in in pass pro, I thought he was pretty darn clean. I don't I don't know if I chalked him up to a, a pressure at all. Uh, and like that whole game, I pretty much was just watching Austin Jackson tape because uh, I don't know. He was like the only one to watch on the Dolphins offense. <laughs> uh, he did have one hold that was clearly a hold that wasn't a call. So, so that, but hey, getting away with holds, that's a fucking vet move. And I wouldn't expect that from Austin Jackson week one. So big pat on the back there. Like I, I think he, he looked as like as good as Thomas did, if not better. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. He was good. He was really good. That's uh, that's gonna make a uh, friend of the show and big time dolphin fan Matt McCune very happy. I know. I didn't want to tell him earlier. I wanted to save it for the show, so not ruin any of these surprises. I'll give another friend of the show a pat on the back uh, for my looks like it missed um, with uh, Cowboys corner Trevon Diggs, who solid. Yeah, I, I, I had a top one hundred grade, but I th- I think like third round. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, ended up going the second. Um, but I didn't think he would win a starting job right away. And then I thought he had a really just again, like you said, solid performance against against the Rams against one of the tough assignment, yeah, yeah. Like other than that one Van Jefferson grab down the sideline where but, he wasn't even that no. in that poor position. It was just a really great Perfect throw, and Van throw. Jefferson yeah. tracked it to perfection. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought he he looked quite good and just smooth and like he should be out there. Yeah. Uh, and they they really needed that too because they have some corner issues uh and, and again he and also he issues. had a big tackle mm-hmm. he, he came down and he uh and, and i was worried about his physicality coming out yeah um as a as a run defender and just overall tackler and i i thought he looked very very solid in his the debut. S- secondary wasn't great overall but they gotta be uh impressed with that first game from Diggs. yeah for sure uh needs to step up okay uh Maybe not even my first pick, but I, I put Jerry Judy. And this isn't like, oh, my hey, God, hey, he was bad. I felt bad about putting him here, too. But okay. I, I think it makes sense. He had the two drops. Massive and drops. The, one, the yeah. one, if he caught it, they probably win that game. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like, fuck me. He could have had such a better game. And, yeah, they needed him to, to fucking make those two or three drops that he, he, he dropped. Yeah. Um. And like with no Cortland Sutton, no KJ and... Hamler either. They just needed him to step up. That's why it's like, it's not like it's like, okay, Judy. That's a shit performance because it wasn't. His release was it looked outstanding. It looked like everything like it looked that's at Bama. A, he, he that's yeah. That's the other thing. I think I'm just holding him to a higher standard because yeah. he looked yeah. so good. Other than the drops, yeah. In just his oh god, his ability to start and stop cut on a dime, like that that one yak play was nasty he, he, um, the, the yak really impressed me from him too I, I didn't think he'd be that uh, jittery week, you know, early in his career, you know what I mean it was, it was really impressive, like you said, start stop ability so it's basically like us just hi- holding him to yeah. maybe a higher standard than some of these other rookies because we thought he or we think and he clearly is so pro ready, yeah um, exactly I, I mean he, uh, he was I think my pick uh, to lead all rookies in in uh, yards, mm-hmm. or maybe it was just receptions. But uh, do you have anyone else? Yeah, I, I think number one for me is Derek Brown. I thought Derek Brown had a really poor debut. Um, you know, against the Raiders. So okay, so it's another one. It's like I I tried watching it back because you said live. I watched it a little bit. He looked powerful. Like he had one where he just like he, he, he got fucking pancaked by Richie Incognito multiple. Yeah. Richie Incognito was giving him the goods throughout that game, and he was just getting washed in the run game. Uh, he looked better against Gabe Jackson. Yeah, that's. I thought that's Rodney Hudson. Guess, yeah, yeah. I think Rodney Hudson did a really good job on him, but I, I, I almost put him for worst rookie because I, I mean, I thought he was just getting worked by Richie Incognito, who again a Pro Bowl guard and whatnot, but. I I thought Brevion Roy was doing a better job eating up space. So, I think it was more up and down. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of glad you have him here. Uh, I put AJ Terrell. Like he gave up a catch on all his targets. That that Atlanta secondary was pretty shit in general. And then Metcalf just absolutely cooked him with a fucking sluggo. It, it was again, 
I wouldn't have wanted him starting week one anyways, and we keep talking about the DBs. It's just, just not a great start for Terrell, but, I mean, and they need him to fucking be good, so. All the rookie corners getting friggin' burned. Except for Henderson, yeah. Our king. And Trevon Diggs. I mean, it Diggs. wasn't for a touchdown, at least. Uh, and then I also put Swift here. You already talked about him. I mean, that dropping the game-winning touchdown really hurts. Yeah. For a guy who's known for great receiving skills. Yeah, that sucked. Uh, not ready to play. What rookie did you see out there? And you're like, God damn, why is this guy out there? Uh, this is a this is a bit of a mean one because I hate to say it. I put Darnay Holmes. Like, it's just... Yeah, no, I, I think he, he did look a little lost out there. Yeah, it's not like he had a, I don't know. It's not like he had a totally fucking brutal game, but he got worked in the slot. And, like, it was mainly Juju, but it was even the other guys, too. And, like, the, the Giants secondary is just an absolute disaster, so I'm not blaming Holmes. Uh, they did let him blitz, like, twice, and he looked pretty good. He got some juice there, uh, almost got home. But, um... Would have yeah, been just, a lot cooler if Xavier McKinney wasn't hurt. Yeah, exactly. Just with that mess with secondary, like Bradbury, I don't know, not not the greatest. Uh, fucking Isaac Yadam was <laughs> like my king. Know. Yeah, it's just it's just a bit of a bad bounce for Darnay. Um, We're really focusing on the corners today because mine is also a corner. Okay, hit, hit me with yours. Troy Pride on the Panthers. Yeah, he got um, work too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he he Nelson Aguilar just giving him hell out there. <laughs> One catch, um, twenty three yards, a touchdown, baby. Uh, yeah, Troy Pride just my my concern with him coming out is he just really lacks ball skills. Mm-hmm. He struggles to locate, um, and, and when he does try to locate, he takes himself out of position a lot of the time, and that's just kind of what was happening against the Raiders. He was he just kind of he just re- again didn't look ready to play. He's not a super technically sound corner. He's a he's an athletic, smooth corner, but um, I just think a lot more coaching needs to be done before he's really out there. But that's the problem with this Panthers defense in general. They're playing so many rookies. Like, like I already talked about Derek Brown. They're playing yeah. Gravion Roy, playing Troy Pride. They're playing Jeremy Chin. Like, there were so many rookies playing on this defense. I like Chin, though. I, I thought Chin had a good game. Like Chin, Chin was solid. I, I don't think he did anything spectacular, but he clearly a big motor and really getting involved as a tackler. Yeah, I think he led the team in tackles. Uh, he had, like, some big stops on the goal line. Uh, and I don't know. I just thought he looked fucking cool in the Carolina 21. I he don't did know look cool. He just looked really good. 21 uh, is just the best number. It is. It's a great number. Uh, I'll throw Jack Driscoll in. I don't want to be mean to him. He wasn't even that bad. Like, Jason Peters might have been worse, and then he got, got hurt, hurt, too. Exactly. Come on. Exactly. I'm just saying it sucks that he had to even go in there. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'll stick with – I'll go with another eagle, John Hightower. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was surprised how much he played. He had, I think, two drops. Great camp, uh, though. So that, like, and, and then the injuries. So like, it's not shocking, but yeah, they needed him. Yeah, two, two. I think it was two drops. Mm-hmm. Um, One catch, like he minus was just kinda, two yards. He was just getting kind of getting bullied around the last scrimmage. That sucks. I I have yeah. him in our fantasy league. I had high hopes. He stunk. <laughs> Where was JJ Arcega Whiteside? I know. Oh, okay, best day, th- best day three rookie. Hey, I'm going back to corner. I think Legereus Sneed yep. deserves yep. this. Yup. Like it's not like he he was outstanding, but he got thrown to the <laughs> to the fucking wolves with Watson and that those speedy. Well, I mean the offensive shit. Well, but. the the other thing too is after that game, I think we were both pretty impressed with him, and then to see like we've already mentioned all these other corners who yeah. did struggle, yeah. and to see Sneed come in there against a, a a Pro Bowl quarterback in Deshaun Watson, and um they targeted him. And oh, yeah. he he held up. Yeah, like he had two that was that like, I think it was Fuller and they might have been both Fuller that he, he like Fuller should have caught that Snead got away with, but he didn't catch it. So good for him. And then he had the gift of an INT. So making plays and then like being a safety at Louisiana Tech last year, he just deserves to be the best day three rookie in my opinion. We also talked about him at Louisiana Tech where we thought he was playing out of position. They played yep. him that really weird safety role. Yep. And we thought he should have been a corner and. Uh, anyway, he's now a corner and legitimately their best corner. So yeah, there's that. Uh, I also threw Joshua Kelly down here. Yeah, he just looked like a really good fit, which is what we thought when the Chargers took him. And he really fits. Um, he, he's a nice compliment to Austin Eckler too, where mm-hmm. Austin Eckler is such a jitterbug and great pass catcher, and Joshua Kelly's a a one cut and hit it yep. dude, breaks arms, tackles, can also contribute as a pass catcher. Um, and I think that's just a, a cool duo between those two. Had that had that one big run. Yeah, he, he yeah, looked good. Yeah, scored a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, 
Who's your best UDFA rookie? James Robinson. I went back to the well here. Uh, there wasn't uh, also the, more so than normal. There wasn't a lot playing because there was no preseason. Yeah. Okay. We have to talk Terrence Steele. All right. Oh my god. <laughs> Not saying he was great, but like it, it, he, he lost was. The game, so. He lost the game. Yeah. <laughs> he was okay until that last drive when they just absolutely went after Leonard him. Leonard Floyd two different times just undressed him. Yeah. Yeah. They just went after him, but until then he was pretty good for getting thrown in there. But yeah. Leonard I'm Floyd just, looked like Georgia Leonard Floyd. <laughs> I'm just like I, I mean, hey, almost a hit for me if this works out. But uh, yeah. Anyways, who, who's um, your who's your top guy? Panthers punter Joe Charlton. Oh, that was my second choice. What he had like he averaged like sixty a punt, right? He had two different punts, both went sixty, and he just boomed them. And I, I don't know. I was just like when I was watching that game, I was like, I don't know how many UDFA rookies are playing this week. I threw Joe Charlton's name down. You know what? You know what else is too? He had that that fucking terrible punt go viral in camp too, where he put it like out of the fucking training yeah. area. Uh, yeah, no, that's a, that's a hit for AJ. <laughs> that's what he's, he, he's also massive. Yeah, I mean, we knew he's got the leg. It's just, uh, remember all the hype of the fucking Senior Bowl last year about him, too? Yeah. Hey, while we're here, Rodrigo Blankenship missed a 30-yard <laughs> kick, so. Hey, but they signed Matt Gay, so AJ just keeps winning, baby. Did they? Uh, to the practice squad, I believe, yeah. Ooh, uh-oh, Rodrigo. <laughs> um, Ricky, who flashed? Got a couple. I, I put Chin down here, but I'll, 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 I'll go with LaVisca, LaVisca Cheneau. I thought, like, first of all, he was the only... He had a drop, I'll say it. Yeah, I know, I know. But I'm not saying... I'm not saying he was the best fucking rookie. He He was the only wide receiver... He was only... (laughs) He was the only rookie wide receiver to catch a touchdown. So, there you go. I just thought it was so fun how they used it. Like, obviously, three catches, 37 for the touchdown. Then the two carries. One as the Wildcat quarterback, and then uh, one straight handoff in the the gun. Yeah, that was cool. For a similar reason... Yeah, go ahead. Okay. No, Sorry, I, I was going to say, for a similar reason, I put Henry Ruggs where it was like they yeah. used him in a really cool way. Yep. Gruden used him as the motion man in their offense, and a lot of it was to kind of have the defense focus on him and, and work other people open. Yeah, He also did have a big catch, and, and they, they used him in, in the run game as well. Yeah. Uh, and like I think with Chanel, we saw – and Ruggs, really. But with Chanel, we saw like the, the, the bit of the ability with the ball in his hands, like running hard. It was just lowering the shoulder, broke a couple tackles. Uh, on the touchdown, he, he, he caught at like the 12 or so. So a lot of, a lot of just pr- good promise. Um, can I, go I have with a the... question for you. Yeah. Are the Jaguars going to have your favorite group of skill position players when James Robinson's their starting running back <laughs> and their trio of receivers are DJ Chark, LaVisca Chanel, and, and Colin Johnson? Johnson. Yeah, probably. Probably, yeah. Trevor Lawrence throwing to those three, amazing. Actually, won't we be Trevor Lawrence anymore? It's Minshew for life now. Uh, Hell yeah! Can I throw a deeper one because yeah. the, pa- the Packers and Vikings game, like Dancer was terrible, and uh, like Gladney didn't get to play. We'll get there in a bit. Josiah DeGuara was kind of fun. He only got one touch. It was a twelve-yard catch, but he he was on the field a lot. They lined him up like kind of all over the place. Lots of just true fullback. But also it's like I, I don't even know what you call it, like the the second back in the shotgun. You know what I mean? Um, and then like a couple, they're, he's they're, he's legitimately their juice check, right? Yeah, and he looked fast, and it looked like they have a plan for him, and he should be fun. And he had a couple more targets where, like, he just couldn't. They Rogers just couldn't connect with him. Uh, he looked pretty interesting, and uh, like I don't know. I, I actually know it while we're here. Fucking the Patriots tight ends. I didn't even see them. I think I don't even think. Uh, I I heard Michael on on Wenu, the Michigan yeah, rookie offensive lineman was playing playing jumbo tight end. Yeah, yeah, he was, <laughs> and, and it was pretty fun. I didn't I wasn't gonna mention it, but yeah, it was pretty cool. And like Assi Assi just got fucking uh, like ten uh, ten snaps or so, and I didn't even notice him. Like it was all Izzo, and Izzo looked kind of shit too. And I don't think he got on the field. So uh, yeah, Michael and Wenu and Deguar are my hits, baby. <laughs> um. Jalen Rager had yeah. only one catch for 55 yards, but Carson Wentz missed him multiple times. Carson Wentz missed him on what would have been a, uh, about an 80-yard touchdown. Yeah, but um, but the Eagles are trying to game plan him to uh, to make him feel like he's back at TCU, so it's okay. I was going to make the same joke. God damn it. I'm sorry. Uh, but, yeah, it, it honestly was really funny how much it was like watching him at TCU where the <laughs> quarterbacks just completely miss him, and he's open so frequently. So I think, I think he's going to be really good just because he's getting open. So I think – he was getting open 
more than basically every other rookie receiver I saw this week and was only it? had that one catch. He was kind of my, my pick to, to have the low-key best rookie year of all these. Yeah, you, you, you I, I think you really like the fit with the Eagles. I like the fit and the opportunities because the rest of the group sucks. Turns out one, suck, one sucks, though. So. You no, know, it's the offensive line or offensive line. Get Sudfeld in there. We tweet. You know, you know, I'm there with you. Uh, one more guy I'm gonna throw out quick, because he just I hadn't heard anyone talk about him. And I thought he just kind of transitioned pretty easily into their defense. Patrick Queen. Yeah. He 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 was starting right away. Um, he he was very involved against the run. He he blitzed a couple times, came away with a sack, and just looked really damn athletic. So. Yeah. No, that's a good one, and it's true. He had a pretty solid game, and uh, yeah, like Patrick top. Yeah, and like I thought, Patrick Queen would be getting a lot of talk all year. So it's kind of it's a yeah. Good, he, he seems like a smart defensive rookie of the year bet if you're going to bet against Chase Young. Yeah, mm-hmm. agreed. Okay, out of nowhere, Rook. Uh, first I'm going to go with Jordan Fuller. Like me too. Yeah, pick what 199 in the sixth round, and then came up with that massive fourth down tackle to to win the game on CD Lamb. Uh, <laughs> He played. He was. I think he was the only Rams rookie on on defense playing, or maybe in, on the whole field, right? No, Van. Never mind. Any Acres? What am I talking about? Um, but yeah, the only one on defense and played a lot and looked good. And like a six round rookie going in there and making plays like that. That's that's really impressive. And I did, didn't even expect him to see the field this year. No, um, a lot of good talk at a camp though. Like up to the point where he might just like take Taylor Rapp's job. Really? I didn't see. See, I didn't see any of that talk. I did see on Hard Knocks that that McVeigh mentioned that it's like the best safety group he's ever had. I'm like, I'm thinking about it, I'm like, okay, rap's good and John Johnson's a stud, but I'm like, after that, I kind of like, all right, uh, I didn't love it. I mean, Burgess obviously, but like, I'm like, okay, uh, but yeah, McVeigh might be right. So, uh, yeah, I was very impressed. You got anyone else here? No, I, I didn't. I got one more. Uh, JG Taylor. I, I didn't get too many looks, but. Uh, one drive that kind of went to him three straight times, l- running with a lot of pop behind his pads, and as we all know, he's a, he's not the biggest dude. Big time bursts up the middle, slipping off arm tackles, and then the hands look great, of course. A- and he's got kick return duties in New England, so uh, I think he's a sleeper for a uh, for the impact. Next, Dion Lewis. Yeah, James White still looks awesome, by the way, too. He had a good game. Um, start. You've already alluded like several times <laughs> to your start the rookies this week. <laughs> Yeah, it's Jeff Gladney, all right? <laughs> Dantzler sucked. We talked about that. Um, Holton Hill was rough. We talked about that. Gladney barely saw the field. Uh, they got the Colts next week. We saw what Henderson did against the Colts. I think that's a good intro game for, to get Gladney lots of work. Um, and probably his first career inter- interception, I'll say it. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm just going to get this one out of the way early. Uh, again, for friend of the show, Matt McCune. Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa. Still can't say it. Still can't say like Several years. Wow. Tagovailoa. Tua Tagovailoa. It's tongue. There. Tom, there's an N, N noise. Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah. Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa. Yeah, you got it. Tagovailoa. This is yeah. like a bit every podcast did six years ago after he won the Natty. No, no, no. Um, We're up to date here. It's top. Okay. But I, 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 he's going to start eventually. Um, Fitz did not look good from no. what I saw. You watched the whole game. Yeah, he didn't. No. He was boring. I didn't. Uh, lots yeah. of Miles Gaskin though, baby. It's Fitz year two always sucks. Fitz year one sick. It's true. Year two get him out. Yeah. So uh, I'm just let's let's put Tua in. I know we don't want to get him killed, but he's healthy and uh, hey. And I already said uh, Austin uh, Jackson looked good. And, and it's nice when every team, even the bad ones, have a reason to watch. And Tua would give us a, a happy reason to enjoy a, a Dolphins game. When do you think we're going to start uh, starting the Rook for Jacob Beast you know, for, <laughs> for Philip Rivers? Soon. Um, <laughs> I, I, th- I think Justin Herbert might come sooner than later because Terod, like... He was okay. He was all right. He was okay, but he just looked like a backup. You know, like he looked like a backup who can go in and, and beat a bad team. He, yeah. But b- with good defensive play and a bit of a run game, but... He looked like Buffalo um, Tyrod, at least, and not Cleveland Tyrod, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think probably we see Herbert by, I'll say week six. Week six, yeah. When, when we talked a couple of weeks ago, I think like four, five, six, kind of that range. Yeah. It depends how, like, like I think they're going to I mean, if, if, if the, barely beating that Bengals team is a bad look. Yeah. And if they, if they start losing games or it's to the point where, uh, 
we're not competing, we might as well. Yeah, they're they're playing of... KC this week too, so. That's it's also nice not to have to throw them in though against good teams. Kind of, you know, you don't want to yeah. shock that confidence. So, yeah, they're off, the offensive line was okay, I guess. Uh, yeah, well, it was uh, considering the Bengals have a pretty good defensive line. It wasn't like and the reason. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't the reason. I wouldn't say that that they sucked. Force Lamp started and played all right, baby. That's Jerry Tillery's a hit on the D line. <laughs> Sophomore show coming tomorrow. Don't worry, I'm joking. Uh, you know what else is coming tomorrow? Uh, betting and shaving your pubes. Twenty twenty. But it's already here, AJ. Oh, wait. You say. You're not wrong. It is coming tomorrow as well. And it's been a year of things that are completely out of everybody's control. It's true. But there is one thing we can control, and that's shaving our bushes. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so as well. Because AJ and I are clean as a whistle now, <laughs> but you might not be. And with the Manscaped, Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0, you get a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you a confidence boost through body image. Their ceramic blade and skin safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellows down low. The lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in a dark shower. Whatever floats your boat. That line never gets old. They also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. Their Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless stainless steel tools, not stools. (laughs) And it includes tip tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. The Shears 2.0 nail kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. On their website, you'll also find the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. This will help you tame that summer swamp ass with a natural hydrated and antioxidants you'll also find the crop reviver a testy toner that's like having cologne that is designed for your balls we won't judge you if we catch you sniffing yourself go to manscaped.com check out some of the life-changing products in fact listeners of the show will get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code armchair it's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk and it's time to spend that cash you've made in 2020 on betting on football games like the degenerate you are and you should be doing so at betonline.ag who is our presenting sponsor of our wow. nfl week two picks and previews so thank you betonline.ag our online wagering experts for giving us these spreads thank you betonline.ag uh, I went eight seven and one last week. So did AJ. So I, I think that's a good. That's week a win. One. Yeah. That, hey, if, if we made money. Hey, if you if you if you got the Broncos plus three like you should have and not took pick them anyways, uh, that's another win for me. So I'm claiming that. Not one. for me. So that that would be then become a loss for me. <laughs> you you it doesn't count for you. It counts for me. That's what we'll say. Okay. Oh, here's the train to remind us. It's the betonline.ag train. Choo, choo, choo. (laughs) Use code. No, never mind. Shouldn't (laughs) give out fake codes. Uh, Okay. Yeah, this is is your dojo. You go ahead. You lead this charge, AJ. Okay. Uh, The AJ train is rolling on through with these picks, baby. Uh, First stop, the shores of Lake Erie in beautiful Cleveland, Ohio, where the Brownies are hosting the Bangies. And Cleveland's minus six and a half. I'm taking Cincy. I, Me too. I watched. <laughs> I watched both these teams play, and Cleveland just was not inspiring. Terrible. Yeah. Um, Baker looked terrible. OBJ looked pissed off. The offensive line struggled. The Bengals have, like I already mentioned, some talent up front. Um, yeah. Joe Burrow is fun as hell. I, I, I'm ready to see Joe Burrow in prime time. Uh yeah, agreed. I I I think first of all, six and a half points is way too much. Uh, I think the yeah, Bengals. That, that's it. kind of the main reason. Yeah, uh, the Bengals have a shot to win this game outright. Like, this spread should be more like three and a half, Cleveland. Uh, Agreed. Not to c- criticize the, the Kings at betonline.ag, because I know they're just trying to get you in, and they're like, okay, we'll lure them in with this one, and you're going to want to keep Let's playing. Let's that line down, folks. Yeah, <laughs> after this, the line's going to move big time. Back to the Sunday slate of games. The LA Rams are minus one and a half, visiting the injury-riddled Philadelphia Eagles. 
It felt like the Rams should have lost that game to the Cowboys. They didn't. Uh, now they, yeah. they go into Philly, and although it's on the road, I'm, I'm taking the Rams, um, mainly because that Eagles offensive line is just getting more injured. Yeah. And Carson Wentz, I thought, looked really, really shaky. He did. Uh, I will say that the the Eagles need this game to not go into. Uh, but I, I don't I don't feel like they're going to win. I'm taking the Rams minus the points, too. I'm not sure what the home field advantage is out there yet, so I'm not really giving any benefit of the doubt there. Uh, yeah, give me the Rams. <clears throat> NFC South Clash. The uh, surprisingly impressive Carolina Panthers going into the, uh, I, I, I don't know, the old man Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa's minus nine and a half. It's a big spread, and I did like what I saw from the Panthers last week, but I'm taking Tampa, even though it's a massive spread in a division game, mainly because the Panthers, like I said, are playing a lot of rookies. Mm-hmm. They have a young secondary. I think Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are going to be too much. Uh, Br- Brady's going to kind of have a, a at least a bit of a bounce back, I, w- I would hope. Um, yeah. The Panthers' pass rush wasn't overwhelming versus Las Vegas whatsoever. Tampa's O-line should be able to hold up. Other side of the ball, Tampa Tampa has a, a very talented defense, and I, I think Shaq Barrett's really going to get after Bridgewater. I'm going to ask you, Rob, where's your confidence meter on this one? Ten. Okay. <laughs> I'll lay the points with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers too, but uh, I feel the same way, but I'm not very confident. Yeah, I don't know. they gotta they got to bounce back. That's why I kind of just feel like this is going to be the, the showcase game for the Bucks. But, yeah. Um, speaking of a showcase, Denver at Pittsburgh. The Steelers are minus 7.5. I went back and forth with this a little bit. It's a, um, it's a, it's a bit of a big line, eh? Um, yeah, it is. And, and Pittsburgh's offensive line is really banged up, and that's kind of why I went back and forth with it. I, I ended up. I'm, I'm taking my Steelers uh, mm-hmm. mainly because the Broncos' defense, it, it, like without Von Miller, uh, with with Michael Ojemudie playing, like the AJ Boye's banged up. They've got a young group yeah, of he, corners who are forced into action. He said Bassey had to play. <laughs> my king, uh, and, and on the other side of the ball, um, that Steelers defense just looks so fucking good against the yeah. Giants. I I know that the game plan was to sell out to stop Saquon and clearly it worked, and for against Denver, um, I, I think Garrett Bowles and, and uh, Jawan James's replacement at right tackle. Oh, Elijah I can't Wilkinson. Think of the name. Thank you, is Elijah Wilkinson. I think they're gonna really have a tough day. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I'm gonna lay the points with the Steelers. Although I think it's gonna be like a close game, and then the Steelers get like a defensive touchdown, and you know, it, it, like they end up winning by ten to fourteen points. I kind of. Even though the Broncos are going to hang around it, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, the matchup's not great for Denver. I will say, Lloyd Cushenberry looked pretty good in his, in his NFL debut. Not not special or anything, but uh, very solid. Um, yeah, a, him, and, him and Reisner beside each other is fun. Yeah, for sure. Uh, continuing with the 1 o'clock games, uh, Atlanta goes to Dallas. The Cowboys are minus 5. Pretty pretty interesting one at 1 o'clock there. Yeah, this is another one I, I kind of went back and forth with just mm-hmm. because I, I feel like the Falcons are going to be able to move the ball against that Cowboys secondary. Yeah, um, Matt, Matt Ryan looked like actually great in his first game. And, and both Julio and Calvin Ridley put up numbers. Yeah, I, I ended up going back. And I was going to take the Falcons. I'm, I'm going to take the Cowboys because I think Dak could have and should have had a way bigger game. He, mm-hmm. It felt like they, they could have moved the ball up and down on the Rams and just didn't. Uh, Falcons' pass rush is not the most consistent. And, and I think da- Dallas should rebound. And the the big ultimate changer for me is the Cowboys have the best trio of receivers probably in the NFL, and the Falcons have uh, questionable corner depth. Yeah, no, that 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 is definitely a mismatch. I'm going to take Atlanta plus the points. Also went back and forth. It's a weird line, five. I, I think, like, Dallas wins by three or four, to be honest. Uh, I wonder how early and how often they just go after Terrence Steele, though. If they can exploit that, that could be bad news for Dak and Cruz. Just line up Dante Fowler on him all day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Grady Jarrett's still a stud, by the way. So, and, and so, You know what? Zach Martin kind of struggled a little bit, eh? It yeah, was it was against Aaron Donald. Yeah, but it was. But it was, even Brockers got him a couple times. But, yeah, anyways. Uh, so it doesn't get too much easier there for Zach Martin getting Grady Jarrett. But, anyways. 
Uh, yeah, give me give me the Falcons to, to lose, but cover the spread. Uh, Niners minus seven in New York taking the Jets. Do we have to break this one down? We're both taking the Niners, right? Yes. That spread is too small. It is. Even though the the 49ers struggled and they have to sign most uh, new and Yeah, I, I don't care to uh, be honest. The, I, I know the, the score didn't end up being as big as it could have in the Bills Jets, but like the Jets I think are the worst team in football, right? Uh they look like it. Yeah, Darnold looked like uh USC Darnold in the bad way, where he's just kind of scrambling and chucking the ball up but not connecting. Um the Bills like it, it, the Bills kind of just moved the ball all day on them. It felt like they could have just put up more points, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, that feels easy. It just feels like the Niners are going to go in and, and run, and that's it, and just close this game out quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of the Bills, they're minus five and a half in Miami. I, it's another one I kind of went back and forth on, and then ultimately I'm taking the Bills because mm-hmm. I just fits. I, I don't think year two fits going to work at Miami. Um, yeah. The 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 Bills are too consistent on defense and Brian Dable's really got a good game plan going for Josh Allen right now yeah if they like obviously the Dolphins corners are good but if they if Dable gets cooking with like the shorter quick games uh quick passing game which we saw Allen work with in week one I, I like the game plan like you just said uh and the Bills D just too much for that Dolphins offense so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take them as well uh Minnesota Vikings disappointing game I guess week one Aaron Rodgers cooked them they're going to Indy the Colts are minus three this is tough because both these teams disappointed so much. I, I, so I, I go ahead, yeah. I I ended up just going with the Colts. Um, okay. A lot you, of it had to do with them being at home and, and their offensive line, and I think Jonathan Taylor might be more involved as a runner this week mm-hmm. uh, with Marlon Mack out, and that could lead to some big plays. Um, it, this is a really up in the air one. This to me, this is the hardest game to pick. I don't trust the Colts right now. Uh, I again, do not trust Philip Rivers. Exactly. Uh, that's that's really what I wanted to say. Um, the Vikings, at least they bounce back and put up points. Um, and Rivers is an Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to take the Vikings. I, I just don't see them slipping 0-2. Uh, I'm not saying this confidently, but I, I like it more than you do. So, uh, Speaking of Aaron Rodgers, he's at home hosting the Lions and the Packers are minus 6. I am going to take the Packers because the Lions. Uh, I think Matt <laughs> Patricia might be the first guy fired. Yeah, yeah. the The Lions hype crew on Twitter uh, kind of, kind of, kind of got disproven quick. quick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Aaron Rodgers looks like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, man, he looked really, really good. Uh, like lots of deep passes. It was, it was a, it was the most fun I've seen the Packers offense in quite a while, to be honest. I, I'm taking Green Bay too. Uh, <laughs> The game the world will be watching. The Giants in Chicago. The Bears are minus five. I will be taking the Giants. I'm taking the Giants, too. They didn't look that bad, did they? Like, Saquon couldn't get going, but... They looked so much better than I was expecting against Pittsburgh. The defense was... Jones made a couple mistakes, but he, like, he seemed... Like, he's trending in the right direction, considering everything that's around him and that that offensive line. Um, I know the Bears had their big comeback, but... Yeah, I was impressed that like like Daniel Jones, like he felt really composed like while scrambling. He made a lot of plays that way too against the Steelers defense. Uh, and the Giants D was pretty good against it. Broke down late, but uh, and still ended up going for a hundred. But it worked for a bit, and the Bears' offense is worse. I'm taking the Giants too. The last of the one o'clock, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee is minus nine. I'll be taking the Jags because that spread's too big. I struggle with this one. I'm taking the Titans, but I don't trust them. I don't know. I, I that, that's fair. I, I I might be just overreacting to the the Jags' uh, mm-hmm. performance against the Colts, but Minshew did look really good. Yep. Um, their offensive line held up. Uh, th- their defense didn't get a ton of pressure, but it's. I think it's going to come eventually. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's this is another toss up one, just because the spread's so big. I think, like, I think wakes the Titans up. will win. Yeah, but. I think Clowney wakes up this week. He was like solid against the run, but not much as, uh, as a pass rusher. Uh, and I think part of that is probably just he he didn't have training like yeah, right, you know, exactly. like his conditioning's not top notch. Yeah, it, it, exactly. Um, yeah, I think I think just I don't know the Titans. I think they win by ten here. But yeah, you're right. It's kind of a lot of points. 
Uh, moving to the four o'clocks, <laughs> your Washington football team at your Arizona Cardinals. Arizona's minus seven. I know this is such a tough one for me. I think we're going to be on the same page. Uh, I think we'll be on the same page here. I will be taking Washington. I am also taking Washington. That defensive line is going to get after Kyler Murray. That's what I'm saying. I, I believe that as well. Um, I, I, I think the Cardinals win, but the Washington pass rush keep the, keeps them in it. And, and the other thing is, like Dwayne Haskins really started to get into a rhythm uh, late in that game against the Eagles. And, and the Cardinals' defense was giving up some some big plays. You mentioned Isaiah Sims earlier. So I, I think the, there are big plays to be had when Terry McLaurin's your wide receiver. I the total's forty six and a half. I like the under to be honest. Like if Washington hangs around, I think it's gonna be a low scoring game. Um Yeah. Ravens minus seven at Houston doesn't really get much easier for the Texans, baby. I will be taking the Ravens. Yeah, uh me too. That's I don't uh, the Texans the game plan on offense last week was just kind of stinky, stinky, and the defense was meh. And I felt like Mahomes was kind of just playing around with them, to be honest. Uh, so you know, it's like some awesome yeah, against the Browns. Exactly, and he's just going to keep goofing them. Give me the Ravens. Uh, speaking of Mahomes, him and the Chiefs are minus eight and a half in Los Angeles. The real SoFi Stadium debut, because Chargers—that's the Chargers' home baby. I will be taking. The Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> me, me too. I'm not going to say more. Sunday Night Football. The Cam Newton New England Patriots in Seattle taking on the Hawks. Seattle's minus four. I'm going to take your Seahawks. Mainly because they're at home. Um, Should be a good game, though. And Seattle showed that they're maybe they're going to let Russ cook. <laughs> it's weird hearing like big media people say let Russ cook. It's, it, I've I've read slash heard that so many times this week, and it's like, weird. Like 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 going back like three years, like just like an old Zach Whitman cook uh, tweet where he said that. Like you know what I mean? Like the first time you saw it. Yeah. Anyways, three Sigma athlete, big shout out. Go check it out. The best best website on the internet. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Seahawks as well. I I liked what I saw. Well, hold on. I like what I saw from the Patriots offense. I thought McDaniel had a lot of fun. They ran cam a lot. They just kind of mixed the running backs in through to them quite a lot. It was just a lot of quick passes, get the ball to Cam's hands, and he looked good. Uh, I liked even more what I saw from the Seahawks offense, though. Like you said, they let Russ cook. It's so weird hearing that now. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll give me the Hawks. Uh, it's still Super Bowl Forty Nine revenge game, baby. And Monday Night Football, another stadium debut. The Saints are 6.5 going into Las Vegas in the – what do they call it? The, the, the Death Star, the Black Hole, whatever one. The Death oh. Star <laughs> against the Raiders. What do you What do you think? I'll be taking the Saints. Yeah, me too. Uh, the Raiders weren't bad. The best team in football. Me too. Agreed. Although Breeze was not the sharpest week one, but uh, kicks off the rust. Yeah. No Mike Thomas. No Mike Thomas. Yeah, no Mike Thomas. No Mike Thomas. It's true. I don't. I don't think it matters though. I think the Saints win by touchdown for sure, at least. All right, that's all of it then, isn't it? That's Isn't everything, it? buddy. We're done. We uh, we're back in the groove. NFL rookies, college football prospects, uh, and, and we'll keep on grooving in this groove. So uh, once again, from the bottom of AJ's heart, thank you. <laughs>